Welcome, everyone. It's good to have our to open up and have our first ministry meeting of the semester. Um, like the brothers mentioned, we do uh, enjoy finding Christ in the Bible. And last semester was finding Christ in Genesis. And we went from chapter one all the way to 14. This semester, we're going to do the rest of Genesis all the way up to chapter 50. And we will not be doing every chapter, of course, but there's still a lot of Christ to be found. Um, but tonight, like the brothers mentioned, we have a, a particular burden, a special burden, to get into this matter of, of well, as, as, as college-age Christians, we want to find community. And the outline is, I just posted it in the chat. And um, if y'all don't mind, if y'all could open the outline together with me, there's, there's only two points in tonight's outline. Um, but there are supporting verses for each of those two points. And what we would like to just open to you, just fellowship in a, in a, just in a broad way, to fellowship with you about finding community. And, you know, with every human being, <clears throat> there really are two main big areas that all, all people have in common which is that everybody is searching for these two things. Everybody needs these two things. And number one is a purpose, finding purpose. Every human being wants purpose. And every human being needs community. And if you, if you look, if you examine every particular situation, they revolve around these two matters. <clears throat> of course, the highest purpose in the universe <clears throat> The highest purpose in the universe is to be filled with God. And I believe everyone here, all of you have received the Lord Jesus. So you have found your purpose. The purpose of human life is to be filled with Christ. Um, but also in, uh, in every human endeavor, not only do we need purpose, <clears throat> and people seek all kinds of purposes, right? Some people have very interesting, unusual purposes. But deep down, the greatest purpose, purpose is to find the Lord. The second is we all want community. And, you, and, you, and college age in particular, we're just so encouraged, brothers and sisters, that this semester we could advance um, and, and, and be uh, related, related to one another, spend time with one another. Um, the best way for a college age young person to grow in Christ is to find other college age to pursue Christ with, to have some spiritual companions. So we're very burdened for you about this matter. And, and I, I can share with you my testimony as a, as, a, as a seeking Christian in college. I, 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 found, I, I found young brothers my age that were a huge help to me. I could open to them issues. We could pray together. I, I owe getting my engineering degree to three brothers. I can think of them right now. Three brothers. One brother who almost single-handedly got me through circuits, the electrical engineering class for the mechanical engineers. He got me through. I just opened to him and he, ha he helped me. And another brother who convinced me to stay in engineering when I was about to drop out. Um, but, but there was fellowship and there was prayer and there was pursuing the Lord. I, I got a lot of help from these brothers. So 
I think um, <clears throat> to start, uh, can you give me a thumbs up? Were you able to open up the outline? Everyone got it? That's great. The first point is pursuing Christ with others. And the second is meeting with others for Christ's sake. And uh, the verses, I think, will show you the distinction between these two points. Uh, one, pursuing Christ with others. This is a classic verse. 2 Timothy 2.2, can um, Joe, do you mind, Joe Escobel, you unmute yourself and read that verse for us? Flee youthful lust, and pursue mm. righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the Lord out of the pure heart. That's right. So you can see from this verse, thank you, brother. You can see from this verse, there are, it's an imperative. The subject, it's imperative, so it's you. It's you, plural, imperative, subject. And the predicate is flee and pursue. Flee and pursue. But our pursuing particularly has some conditions. And one of them is to pursue with those. How, what is the way that a, that a young brother, and sister for that matter, for believers, what is the way that we pursue? We pursue with those. Those who are calling on the Lord out of a pure heart. There, we, if you consider, if you consider the Lord has put brothers and sisters in your, in your sphere that would love to pursue the Lord, that have the same heart to pursue Christ. And uh, we should open to the Lord and seek the Lord. Lord, can this be one that, that, that I'm able to open to, that I'm able to pray with and pursue you with? Okay. How about the next verse? Um, do you mind, Logan? Are you able to? Get that second verse, Ephesians 3.18? Sure. Thanks, brother. May be full of strength to apprehend with all the saints what the breadth and length and height and depth are. Thank you, brother. So what, the reason this verse is here is because what, are, what exactly, you know, 2 Timothy 2.2 says that we're pursuing righteousness, faith, love, and peace. But the reality of those items is really Christ himself. And if you look at the verse that Logan just read, Paul, the apostle, this is just one verse of, of a prayer, a section of verses where Paul is praying for us, the believers. And he prays that we would be full of strength to apprehend with all the saints what the breadth, length, and height, and depth are. Essentially, the vast dimensions of Christ. We need one another, brothers and sisters, to really know the Lord to really know him. There are ways of, of apprehending our wonderful Lord Jesus. I just cannot, I, I, I just can't do it without Emily. Emily Zhao has a certain, she has a capacity. She has a function. She has an apprehension of the Lord that I need in order to, in order to get the fullness. So this is another reason why we need all the brothers and sisters. Okay. Um, Sam Bland, do you mind? How about, I, Sam, if you don't mind, get, get all three of these next verses. These are examples of pursuing Christ with others in the Bible. These are healthy, spiritual companionships. And I thought it would just be good to see it in the Bible. 1 Samuel 18.1 says, Now when he had finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan became knit with the soul of David. And Jonathan mm. loved him like his own soul. Right. Daniel 1.6. Now among these from the sons of Judah were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Yes. 
And Luke 10, 1 says, Now after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to come. Right. So we have two Old Testament examples and a New Testament example of, of spiritual companions that are that that have a, a a corporate sense, a community in their pursuing of the Lord. So, you know, the example of David and, and uh, Jonathan, Saul's son, um, is very is very classic. And it's quite sweet when you when you read about it. Um, the soul of Jonathan became knit with the soul of David. Are there brothers and sisters? Do do you do you brothers and sisters have not like this is my BFF or my special pal? But I'm just saying, are there any companions that the Lord has put in your heart that you feel you're able to pray with that you can open to, brother? Uh, I am having a hard time reading the Bible regularly, or or having a consistent time with the Lord in the morning. Would you help me? You know, I'm having a trouble getting back on the exercise wagon. So, Nam, thank you, brother. Nam's going to come in the morning at 6 a.m. and help me ride the bike for a couple of miles, a few miles, several miles. We'll see, Nam. But we need ones that we can open to, you know. And, and just like coals in a fire, you want to be hot for the Lord? An individual coal, easy to put out. But you put the coals together, you can get a good fire going. So that David and Jonathan were very much that way, and also that way were the four companions in Babylon. Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah. I think when I was growing up, I knew them by their Babylonian names, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But anyhow, their Hebrew names, their godly names were Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. And they prayed together, even though they were quite young. They were quite young boys together in Babylon. And then um, this last example, and there are others, but this is a New Testament example. The Lord, after he got the 12, then there were 70 disciples, and he sent them out by twos to preach the gospel. And what do you suppose they needed to go out by twos for? Have you ever tried preaching the gospel by yourself to somebody? And then preaching the gospel with one other person, either with you or that you know is praying for you, it's very different. It's very, very different. So there's some support there, okay? Um, but that's, that's kind of in our, uh, in our daily life, in the realm of, of our pursuing the Lord. Fleeing, obviously, we need, we need uh, some moral support, even to flee things, but also to pursue Christ. So, but how about we go to the next one, um, number two is meeting with others for Christ's sake. Now, the distinction here is that, you know, as believers, we have a meeting life. The life of Christ that we received uh, thrives and enjoys meeting with other believers. And I would say even needs the other believers. Must meet. We must meet. Amen, Emily. No problem. We must meet with one another. And so we have some examples here. Um, do you mind, uh, brothers in the singing group, uh, can you all read uh, Hebrews 10, 24 through 25? Okay, Hebrews 10, 24, 25. 
And let us yeah, consider yeah. one another so as to incite one another to love and good works, mm. not abandoning our own assembling together as the custom with some is, but extorting one another in so much the more as you see the day drawing near. Right. And so what's here in this verse? This is our considering of one another, even brothers and sisters, by coming to this time or to your weekly Bible studies or to whatever group of believers that y'all fellowship with. That's a real strengthening and a considering of the others. And what do we do? We are spontaneously incited to love and good works. And even we exhort one another especially as we see the day drawing near. The Lord will return. And when he returns, we, we like to be, be ready for him, loving him, waiting for him. Okay. Um, how about uh, 1 Corinthians 14, 26? Sarah, would you mind, Sarah Brecher, if you could read that one? Yeah, sure. Here we go. Can y'all hear me all right? Mm-hmm. Okay. What then, brothers, whenever you come together, each one has a psalm, has a teaching, has a revelation, has a tongue, has an interpretation. Let all things be done for building up. For all things be done for building up, right? And, and this verse is just here. I just want to pay your attention to just this phrase, whenever you come together. Whenever you come together. Whenever you come together. There's a coming together of believers. And, and, and we have something. Uh, we care for one another. We're concerned about the building up of one another. So, um, it, and it really goes both ways. I, I need you. I need you, brothers and sisters. I, I hope that you don't have the thought that the, 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 the staff and Christians at TAMU and the older brothers and sisters, please don't think that we don't need you. We absolutely need you. It, it's true. It's not just words. You have something that we need. Your portion of Christ. Okay, how about... Um, the Matthew eighteen twenty, um, Vanessa, do you do you mind? Can you read that one for us? Okay, Matthew eighteen twenty. For where there are two or three gathered into my name, there am I in the midst. Yes, and so here, just want to point out to you, it there's all kinds of meetings, right? This meeting, obviously, there's more than two or three, but even if you get together with just uh, another brother or sister, um, that has a, a huge impact, a huge impact, just two or three. And the promise is, I'm there in your midst. So it isn't just two or three of you. It's two or three of you plus one. The Lord Jesus is with you. So this, these are very significant, you know, um, when I had a brother helping me study circuits, that wasn't exactly a Christian meeting, but he was my companion. He was my community, but I did have fellowships with him and times to pray with others. And it was a great strengthening to me in college. You, just brothers and sisters. It's a, it's a really wonderful thing to pray with someone your age up here. Um, Axel, uh, do you mind brother? Can we, can you do one of them? Yeah, sure. Thanks, bro. Can you get Acts 246? And, and Kine, is it fine? If, is it okay if you do uh, Acts 20, verse 7? Yeah. Thanks, brother. Go ahead, Acts, Axel. Acts 246. And, mm -hmm. he, and day by day, 
continuing steadfastly with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they partook of their food with exultation and simplicity of heart. And kind, because these verses both go together. Uh, Acts 27, and on the first day of the week, when we gathered together to break bread, Paul conversed with them since he was to go forth on the next day, and he extended his message until midnight. Right. Thank you, brothers. So what was it like with the early church? Well, at the very beginning in chapter two, they met every day. When can we have a meeting? It doesn't just have to be Thursday nights or whenever your Bible study is that you select in the middle of the week or whenever. These brothers and sisters had a daily life, a daily meeting life. How about that? A daily meeting life. Um, that's most normal. That, that's wonderful. We can pursue the Lord in this way. Eventually, by the time you get to the end of Acts, Acts 20, verse 7, the, the, the Christian community of believers, the church, had been around. And so it became a, a regular, normal thing to meet on the first day of every week. So, I mean, this is, this is where this comes from. But whenever the meeting is, whether it's Sunday mornings, whether it's every day, Perhaps you guys have multiple times a day. We should meet. And it isn't just uh, for one another, like the first point is. We pursue Christ with one another. The second point is more for the Lord's sake. I know we get strengthened. I certainly get strengthened. I get filled with life and encouraged when I meet with you, brothers and sisters. But also, uh, I hope we can appreciate and, and um, be touched with the fact that this is for the Lord. It, it really is for the Lord. He is pleased when believers come together to meet. And he is with us. So um, anyhow, brothers and sisters, that really is the extent of, of what I have. I'm going to have a lot more. I'd like to, I'd like to just open to you, even, even individually, to just encourage you. Have a companion and take care of Christian meetings. Um, so much of, of our day in our life is spent individually, but we are, we're social beings, you know, and our pursuit of the Lord is very unbalanced if it's only individually. Thank the Lord that one another. Um, maybe we can close with a little prayer. I'd, I'd like to pray for us all. Lord Jesus, we give you this semester spring 2021, and even this new year, 2021, 2021, what would you do in us, Lord, this year and this semester? We pray for one another. We stand with one another. Lord, even in our being, in our heart, in our circumstances, in our environment, arrange companions that we can pursue you together. Mm-hmm. Bless each one of the young people. Thank you for the, for the students at AM. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the believers that are pursuing you and that love you. We pray that we could experience you more, enjoy you more, and grow together in you this semester. Amen. Amen. God bless us all this semester. Yes. Um, Samuel? Yes.